welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are really excited to talk with another actor today. We are talking with Erica Prevost, uh, who starred in this season's Lifetime movie, Say Yes to Christmas. And uh, Erica, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for this chat. Yeah, it's going to be great. So uh, why don't you start out, uh, introduce yourself to our audience and tell us a little bit about how you got inspired to get into acting. Okay, um, well, I'm Erica, and I'm an actor who's currently living in Toronto. Um, I started acting sort of by accident, actually. I used to work very heavily as a dancer. That was sort of the life career that I, I wanted to always have, backup dance for artists and all of that. And um, I'm from Montreal originally, and there was this one audition that I saw on Facebook and I was like, oh, I want to do that. And it was like for a dance part in this TV series. And the audition was in Toronto. So like, I made my dad drive me and we're like, hey, let's go do this audition. Um, and then I did the audition. I, you know, if it, it went all good, like one step led to the next and ends up, I got the job, but it wasn't just a dance job. It was an acting job. And I didn't really realize that through the audition process. And I was like, oh, I have no acting experience, but they did make us do like some little improv stuff. So I guess it was sort of like natural ability. And also this show was based, like they would they would um, create stories around who we naturally are. So it wasn't like an extreme acting challenge. And so yeah, that led me to move to Toronto for a few months to shoot this. And so I was very lucky to learn sort of how to act on set and um after doing that show I was like oh this is great like I want to do this like I want to get better at it and then I decided to stop for a bit and then go to school I went to the National Theatre School of Canada and did some training there and then I just graduated recently well now it's been a year and a half like in the middle of the pandemic um but that show was sort of how acting was introduced to me because after doing that like months on set acting I was like oh this is so good I love this I want to get better at it I want to do it more and that's sort of what I've been doing <laughs> that's amazing so yeah what did your family think when they were like all of a sudden you're on the show they were well the show <laughs> they were very excited yeah um, yeah they again well you know what I never trained in acting, but since I was like five years old, my mom, my mom would tell me the story. I don't really remember it, but she would tell me the story. Like she would walk into the room when I was like five or six or something. And I'm like in front of the mirror talking to myself. And I'm like, thank you everybody for, for this award and for supporting me. And I'm like giving some sort of speech to a crowd. You were like an Oscar, practicing your, you're practicing your Oscar acceptance speech. Yeah, exactly. So she was like, well, it seems like fitted, you know, and uh, both my parents have backgrounds as artists. So they were okay. very of this, yeah, lifestyle. Oh, so that's good that you had that support that they weren't like, no, don't go down this path. No, yeah, yeah. They were very supportive. Yeah. So you did a, a lot of theater as well. This part of your, is that was part of your college or you were um, saying an IMDb it mentions that you'd done some theater. Yeah. So the, the school that I decided to go to um, is, is a theater school. So mm -hmm. it's like a three-year theater program. It's not really university, but I guess what you could compare it to is college. It's sort of like a specialized trade school-ish. Mm -hmm. um, so I did that. And so three years, and that wasn't any film and TV uh, training it was all theater um, and we'd done a few plays and um, 
so yeah that was a really exciting to just explore a different venue you have to finish it off like doing virtual plays or something like that oh my gosh yeah <laughs> it was um it was um what's the word interesting yeah doing some zoom zoom plays <laughs> yeah and now people are figuring it out but yeah. at the time it was I think March is when, you know, the lockdown happened and our graduation was May. So our last like two months. Oh, wow. Was the first time anybody was ever, I didn't even know what Zoom was before. Right. <laughs> so it was uh, interesting to figure yeah. that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. That would be funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you were on a show on, uh, on the USA Network. Is that right? Dare me. Yeah, yeah, I was. Uh, it was on USA Network and Netflix. So yeah, what was that like being a part of a show on a bigger network? That was really fun. It was my first um, bigger opportunity on a bigger network. And it was really exciting. It was, um, I was playing a cheerleader. And the show itself, just to give context, Dare Me was um, sort of a, a bit of a murder mystery um, slash there's like you know, it follows, it follows the journey of women in high school, but also um, the coach who is, you know, a, a, an adult, but just the intricacy and complexity of being a woman in this world and how we're defined and how we try to navigate certain things. Um, it's been a while, I'm not explaining it very well, but it's, it was really, really interesting. Um, yeah. And then the, the context was sort of cheerleading. Um, so the coach would, this new coach would come into the city and then train the girls to whip us into shape. Um, and then some things go wrong as the series goes. And it was a really fun team. We got to train and cheerleading. Um, so that was exciting. I had a dance background, but not cheerleading. So to learn new skills is always an exciting thing. So when you were doing theater, did you do musical theater or just traditional theater? It was traditional theater. We did do one musical ish it was actually no it, it wasn't even a musical it was a it was a play that had um music in it like there were songs and stuff in it but it wasn't a full musical it was this play called Nell Gwynn oh um, I heard of that one yeah it's, it's actually it's a really good play it's a story about the first well at least in the western world the first uh women who who got to act on stage because previously to that it was all men that right were, yeah it was females so cool yeah, that sounds fun. good that sounds good and you used some Shakespeare right? yeah 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 that's always fun yeah and I previously to going to school um I never did any Shakespeare or actually previously to going to school I never did theater it was film and tv was sort of all I knew and then it's the school that showed me the whole theater world and um we did do some Shakespeare I remember my first class we had this whole Shakespeare unit um, and our teacher was Ian Watson. Um, he, he's no longer with us, but he's one of the greatest coaches that I've had the blessing to encounter during my time at school. And I remember the first time he introduced Shakespeare, I was like, oh, why are we still doing Shakespeare? Like, I don't want to do this. Like, I, I wasn't really into it. Yeah. And as, you know, things progressed, like, I really, really enjoyed it. Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. 
So not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Well, it's kind of fun this year. You get a chance because we have the new remake of West Side Story. Yes. Which is so great. Well done. And then there's also a new version of Macbeth, which is great. I know. Denzel. Yeah. (laughs) So excited to see that. It's, is so it good. Out? it's not out yet, is it? Um, I think it comes out Christmas Day, which is such a, okay. a funny flex to me. Like, yeah. I'm going to celebrate Christmas by watching Macbeth. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. But I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it. That's right. Um, yeah, I, I got to see it at a critic screening, but it's very impressive. The acting, unbelievable. Uh, Francis really? McDormand, Lady Macbeth, incredible. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't ask. For better i think if she hadn't won last year i think that she could could have won for it right so it was also her husband that was directing it right yes yeah and it's just but it's just the um it's just i think it, it's just one of the cohen's i think it's her husband joel right yeah i think yeah, that's yeah. the cohen she's married to i'm pretty sure yeah 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 <laughs> one of the other the brothers <laughs> but it's only him this time not both but it's very cool the whole thing uh was filmed on a set but it feels it feels like a real castle i don't know how they quite did it but it's all in black and white and they use like shadows and and the black and white to its full effect because sometimes this is like the year for black and white films and sometimes it feels like they're just putting on a filter as opposed to like really using it in interesting ways uh i i felt that way personally about passing this movie that um I didn't love it. It has some good things about it, but I didn't love it. But um, I but but yeah, using the black and white to like really start to tell the story and to like create mood and atmosphere, I think yeah. they did a good job in the Macbeth. And having like, how was it compared to? Was it because I know a lot of people do traditional styles or like they'd make like a modern yeah it's it's traditional style i they do say adapted so i don't think it's the whole play i don't know the play like well enough verbatim to be like oh they took out that scene or they took out that part uh but um but uh but yeah it's it's traditional style okay yeah well anyway you'll love it i'm excited i just want to know i like asking this when people watch movies like what was your favorite thing about the movie if you could just like pick one thing that you really loved um well i really did love the the cinematography i thought it was very impressive and just the any of the scenes between macbeth and lady macbeth are really well done and uh, and but yeah probably the out down spot whole monologue was was very good very good okay. yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, I got out of it and I just thought, I, I don't feel like how you could do that any better. I mean, I know there's been other versions and those were good, but I don't see how you could make Macbeth for the screen better than what they did. Right. 
Yeah. You know, and, and with West Side Story, I, I felt like it, it felt to me like it was a revival of mm-hmm. like you, if you go to Broadway and you go to a revival, like it's pretty similar to our original play slash movie, but they moved some things around. They did a few things different and uh, they had better singing and better chemistry in my opinion than the original. What is it actually about? I, I don't, people are going to hate me for saying this, but I don't actually know. Oh I'm yeah. Talking. So West Side Story is an adaptation of Romeo and Juliet. That's why I mentioned it with, yeah, but it's set in the, uh, it's set in the boroughs of New York in the 1960s. And you have a, the Jets and the Sharks as you're dueling their gangs instead of families. Right. And uh, they have, the music was written by uh, Leonard Bernstein and the songs, the lyrics by Stephen Sondheim, who just passed away. Um, and it was his first musical he ever did was the lyrics for West Side Story. And uh, so it's pretty iconic. And the original movie, uh, it won, it got nominated for 11 Oscars and won 10. So it's, it's wow. <laughs> famous, yeah. And yeah, so this new version, it, yeah, this new version is directed by Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. and it's his first musical and he's always wanted to do a musical, I guess his whole career. So he did a great job. Oh, very cool. So, <laughs> there's theaters right now, right? What's yeah. Yeah. It's in theater. So go see it. It was really good. I thought at least I enjoyed it, but anyway, uh, yeah. So it's a good time to be a Shakespeare fan right now. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, my yeah. thing is here too. My complete works. Oh, nice. Nice. I want to yeah. say I'm like a Shakespeare fan fan, but but like I, I definitely was taught to like really like it. And enjoy yeah, it. yeah. There's and also I- Cyrano coming out on Christmas Day uh, oh. that is like Shakespeare like <laughs> the original play, Cyrano de Bergerac. Um, and it's, but it's a musical adaptation of Cyrano de Bergerac. And in, in the original play, Cyrano has a long nose and so he's really uncomfortable uh and uh but he's a great writer and he knows how to like woo women um but he's in love with Roxanne and he but he doesn't feel like he she will accept him with his long nose but in and so there's this uh, he he gives the words to Christian who's this uh love you know handsome uh man young man and she falls in love with his words, but from Christian anyway. And so with this take, they have, uh, they have Cyrano is Peter Dinklage. So it's not the long nose. It's him being a little person in that era. And I, I thought it was absolutely beautiful. I loved it. It's so good. It's, it's um, Joe Wright, the director, who's the same director who did Pride and Prejudice with Keira Knightley. Okay. Mm-hmm atonement and he makes beautiful movies so you got to see it <laughs> oh i love this thank you for adding to it. i have my list is <laughs> there's just like the 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 amount of content is unbelievable crazy. yeah there's so much i'm hearing so many things but i'll those are both uh christmas day movies so maybe i'll yeah. take my dad to the theater since i'm going back for the holidays and then we'll go see those films yes check yeah, let me know tag us when you go watch them and let me know what you think I will. I will. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? 
What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Right? Sorry, this is not a movie or other movie podcast, but hey, you just talk about it. I it's fun. It. I love <laughs> it. Uh, so let's talk about Say Yes to Christmas. This mm-hmm. is your holiday film this year. And I really enjoyed it. I, I didn't have much expectations going into it. And I just, I thought it was funny, particularly like every time you ended up saying yes, I thought it almost felt Jim Carrey-ish the way that you kind of did it was like, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) It's so funny you say that because that was one of the things we were talking about the director and I were talking, I was like, you know what, this really makes me think of Yes Man, like his yeah yeah and then that was one of the things so it's funny that you mentioned that (laughs) (laughs) yeah so what did you how did you get the role and what was kind of your process for 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 this role um so I got the role through auditioning and right Mm -hmm. now because of COVID it's um it's all self-tapes so um yeah I just like filmed it at home got one of my actor friends to to help me and uh, it was a lot. There was um, the audition scenes were like the fight that Blake and June have. Um, and then a scene where she's making karage with her mom. Um, and um, I can't remember which so other. Were they looking for somebody with like an Asian heritage when they Sorry. were they looking for somebody that was Asian when they cast the movie? Yeah, yeah. It was okay. the, the breakdown was specifically they were looking for somebody who's Japanese American. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was really exciting. And I had a conversation with my manager after I received the breakdown because I was like, I was just in shock. I'd never seen that before. You know, I'd seen Asian or I'd seen, you know, open ethnicity, but specifically Japanese American. I was like, whoa. And I was like, okay, I want to, after I auditioned and I I, um, got the part, I was like, I want to read the script because I was like, first of all, who wrote this? And it ended up being somebody, it's, uh, his name is John Tamakidzion and he is, um, he's half Japanese. Um, and so when I read the script, I was like, okay, it, this is authentic. It's actually um, true to the culture. And, you know, it, yeah. it's not, it's not some, you know, white dude was like, oh, let's be cultural anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, it was like really well done. And, and I really enjoyed the script and I was like, okay, this is, this is really awesome. Um, so I was really excited when I got the call. I sent him those tapes and it was like, I forgot about it a few months later. My manager called me. He's like, hey, so you got an offer for the role of June. And I was like, what is this? He's like saying yes to Christmas. I'm like, what is that? And then <laughs> I couldn't remember. And then and then as like I went through my email, I was like, oh, this is the part I really wanted. This is the one I really, really wanted. And then so I was really excited about it. And then yeah. I had, I think, two between two to three weeks before we went to camera um and it was the this was my first lead now that's so exciting congratulations thank you so it was really exciting um I think through the process I went through waves of like being really excited and being really overwhelmed and like kind of both 
But what helped me was to think about all the plays that I had done. And I was like, oh, like, you know, I'm going to approach this like a play. Like, instead of thinking I have to memorize like 70 scenes, it's like I'm working through one play. And we would rehearse it at school. We would rehearse about three, three weeks. And then we would, you know, hit the stage and we would know the whole thing from beginning to end. So that's sort of the approach that I took. And that really helped me not feeling overwhelmed with the amount of material to just like look at it as a whole play, um, but a whole movie. Yeah, that would help. I've always thought that that would be challenging is the memorizing of all the lines, mm-hmm. especially when they're changing the scripts often. Yeah. Like, that would be hard because I'd have it like set one way and then have to be like, oh, heck, I can't. I have to turn off that autocorrect in my head. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting. So that's cool that, that, that they were so specific about wanting a Japanese American actress. I I love that because, you know, a lot of times it feels like, well, they, they cast and then they sort of change the script around the casting, but it doesn't sound like that was the case here. So that's great. No. Yeah. This is specifically what they were looking for. Yeah. That's great. So when you you were coming up with how you were going to say yes, like it was definitely a choice and I thought it was really funny and I just, I enjoyed it. And so how did you kind of approach that and come up with that? Um, That's a good question. That was definitely a challenge. I remember even in my audition, that was a scene that I had to I had to do um, and I had a hard time and I was like, oh, I don't know, but okay, I think my other three scenes were strong enough. And then when I got the job, I was like, okay, I actually have to do this. Um, I, I worked with uh, one of my movement coaches from um, NTS, her name is Rebecca yeah. Harper and she's an amazing, amazing coach and just human. But um, sort of like, I we tried different approaches. Like I, I, I don't really know how to explain it. What would be a good way to like, Cause I think like this kind of work, there's a lot of things that we do. And when we say it out of context or like speak, it, it kind of sounds crazy. Um, but I definitely did a lot of exploration and just like switching, like physically switching energies from like, you know, more of a deeper state to like a lighter state to, you know, we played with different things. Um, and I think what I was what was really important for me was that I actually commit completely to the yes um, so that it's, I'm actually saying yes. And then we mm-hmm. played different with different approaches too. Like on set, there are some different um, scenes where the director was like, okay, what if we like slide into the yes? <laughs> You're like trying to say no, but I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's t- what I liked. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. And then there were others where it was like a no to a yes, completely like, you know, so we tried different things, just played with it, had fun with it. And um, yeah. It was always like you lost control of your body. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) It's like, what's happening? Yeah, it's good. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. So did you and Romaine, did you do like a chemistry test or anything like that? No, we did not. We just met the first day. We did have, a, after we were both booked for the job, um, the director, Romaine and I, we all sort of got together and just like had a little chat, just get familiar with each other uh, a day before we started shooting. So we, you know, we got the chance to like chat a little bit and meet before the first day of um, shoot. Mm-hmm. Well, but, it worked out well. I thought you had nice chemistry. Yeah, that was sort of the comment we we kept receiving people, a lot mm-hmm. of people loved our, our chemistry. He was great to work with. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it was nice just because a lot of these movies sometimes take themselves a little too seriously. And I felt like this one had like a little bit of comedic bend to it, which was nice. Yeah. I thought that was, I thought it was funny. So, uh, well, very good. Congratulations on your first lead. That's such, such an excitement. That must've been, did you like freak out when you found out? I did. Yeah. I, did. I, I was like, I didn't know what the project was. I was with my manager and I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. And then I looked and I was like, Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. This is like my movie. Oh yeah. So it took a while to like process, yeah. but I'm excited. And, yeah. um, yeah. Ready for more. <laughs> yeah. I hope it does. Yeah. You're like, I'm number one on the call sheet. What is happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And did you film this in the summer? Was it in? Yes. Yes. So it was we super hot during the heat wave <laughs> in Toronto in Hamilton. Oh, okay. Okay. In yeah. Ontario. Yeah. yeah. So I had a nice back behind my back for a lot of the scenes. I've heard that people do that. They'll line their, their coats or whatever with ice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, congratulations. Uh, I enjoyed it. It's definitely one of the hidden gems, I would say of this season, you know, because lifetime they're doing a movie every single day. So it's, uh, it's kind of crazy and overwhelming. Uh, So uh, the, you kind of look for those ones that stand out from the pack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we like to end our interviews with some fun, silly questions. So these okay. are the holiday edition. So, all right. First question. What is your favorite holiday drink? Um, I just thought eggnog off the top of my head, but I actually don't like it. Um, <laughs> uh, probably hot chocolate, like a nice yeah. hot chocolate with whipped cream. Yeah, I think it's required that you like hot cocoa to be in these movies. You yeah. get kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. Essential. Yeah. All right. What is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Again, I'm like thinking about the typical ones. I want to say gingerbread cookie, but I actually don't like them. Um, <laughs> I really like I really like um, apple pie with vanilla ice cream. My uncle usually has it during Christmas. I don't know that it's yeah. specifically a Christmas thing, but... Hey, it counts. It counts. Yeah. I'm with you on the gingerbread because especially when they're hard, like you see them in these movies, like they're cute, cute to decorate, but to actually eat. Yeah. No, it, not good. Yeah. I don't know. I'm with you there. If they're soft, then that's pretty good. I think, but most cookies are best when they're, when they're warm. Yeah. Which obviously- I, love, I love when it's like warm and then, and then hard on the outside, like it's crunchy, but then it's soft on the inside. Mm-hmm else yeah i'm with you i'm a big sweets person so this is- <laughs> the other key is like you take them out of the oven like a minute or maybe 30 seconds sh- shorter than the recipe calls for okay that'll make the best cookies because they're like soft and gooey and delicious oh. <laughs> i'm getting hungry what's your favorite what's your favorite like i do when i make cookies at home i do pillsbury cookies but like do you have right. any recommendations for like different kind of cookies you make at home and, you know, I'm not much of a baker myself, but, uh, but I do love like a, a good recipe of fudge or, uh, you know, a, a, a old fashioned chocolate chip cookie. You can't beat that. Okay. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll, talk. we'll send me your recipes. If people awesome. have recipe suggestions yes. for Erica, you can send them hashtag Erica cookies. Erica, <laughs> hashtag Erica cookies. Okay. Yes. I like that. Yeah. It'll be good. <laughs> 
good. All right. Next question is, what is your favorite Christmas song or carol? I don't know any. I guess um, <laughs> I'm thinking of Mariah Carey's um, yeah. one for Christmas is you. Yeah. She's the queen for yeah, a reason. She she's, she's yeah. the queen. All right. What is your favorite classic Christmas movie? I guess Home Alone. I love Home Alone. Good choice. I watched Grinch last Christmas and I actually really enjoyed it. Jim Carrey? Grinch or no it was a it was animated. an animated one yeah animated yeah. yeah I prefer that over the the Jim Carrey version myself yeah. I actually haven't seen it yeah it's not great it, it, well, the whole thing feels so dirty I would I want to like take a rag and wipe this like why are you green <laughs> yeah <laughs> which do you like better clear lights or colored clear okay good uh, would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman snowball fight <laughs> good good all right are you a good gift wrapper or not i am Mm. i'm a very good gift wrapper yeah (laughs) that's good (laughs) all right last question do you have an ugly christmas sweater an ugly christmas sweater yeah i actually don't own any christmas sweaters yeah you're like no all mine are like not ugly at all i get like these questions (laughs) are making me realize i'm like wow i guess i'm not a very festive person (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. So it gives you a, a starting point that now you can be in all these Christmas movies and you'll be, uh, you'll be a pro by the end of it. Yeah. It'll be my <laughs> little, little holiday challenge. I'll try to yeah. figure out more Christmas things. Yeah. That could be a Christmas movie. The girl who falls in love with Christmas by being in Christmas movies. I like that. Yeah. Write that down, write that down. You better remember it. So, you know, you put it at some point and yeah. Call the screenwriter of say yes to Christmas. Yes. <laughs> get it made. Make me executive producer. We'll be good. (laughs) Well, very good. It was lovely to meet you. It was a lot of fun. Thanks so much for coming on. And uh, do you have social media or anything like that you want to share? I do. Yeah. Um, People can follow me on Instagram at Erica underscore Prevo. Great. And uh, you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. And make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. And if you're watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate it so much. We also have our Patreon group and merch store. Check that out. And thanks so much, Erica. This was great fun. And uh, we'll talk to y'all later. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Bye. <laughs>